Hey people, it's Eddie and Marcus here from the Average Sports Guys podcast. Are you looking for screen printed shirts or hoodies? Maybe you need embroidered polos, hats, or beanies. If so, check out our guys over at Full Color Prints LLC located in Chantilly, Virginia. Yeah, head over to FullColorPrintsDC.com or find them on Instagram at DMVTShirtGuys and support your local business. With over 15 years of experience, there's no wonder they're still in business and they're sure to meet your satisfaction. The average sports guys have used them, and you should too. You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus with the Average Sports Guys podcast. Let's go. And we are the Average Sports Guys. Man, it's a big show today. This Huge is episode show. 50. 50. That's right. Today is Tuesday, December 1st. So some of y'all rent is due. Rent is due. I got to pay that. That's Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was talking to you, Marcus. No. Nah. Um, Let's go. Nah, so this is a big show for us, man. So obviously, episode 50. Um, you know, they say we would never get here, man, but we're here. Look at us. Just look at us. No, um, a big show. We're going to be joined later on by a special guest. Special guest. It is the defensive quality control coach Mm. from the Washington football team. Let's go. Bug Rivera. Um, so we'll get him on here shortly. Uh, we're going to do a normal show. Mm -hmm. Um, same, same normal format. So we're going to go over, um, the previous week's. Wins and losses. Yep. It was Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, man, how was your Thanksgiving? Man, it was amazing. Um, I ate well. I had two plates instead of four. You know, I'm trying <laughs> to get my lift on and, you know, try to cut down a little bit, but it was still good. You know, had the, the mac and cheese was on point. Oh, yeah. And remember last episode, I was talking about my Aunt Pat's cake. Special yes. delivery. I got. You, a, I got a you couple sent me a of picture pe- of that joint, didn't you? <laughs> I got a couple of pieces of it. Yes, That's, I did. Yeah, man. And I, as a matter of fact, I got a, still got a piece in the fridge right now, and I'm gonna go home and smash. So it, it was it was a great show, and I, I really enjoyed it. How about you? That's what's up. Um, it was pretty good, man. It was like super chill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just it was just the people in the house. I mean, that's all. I hear uh, that. So I mean, but it, it was it was fun. It was. It was different. Like we ordered food this year, um, like Thanksgiving food, like all this, all the same Facts. stuff. Um, but it just was on a smaller scale, hey which man. is fine because, like I said, I live for football, so right. that's really what I did. I mean, I just vegged out, had had my drink, and that was it. Hey man, it doesn't sound like you can get much better than that, bro. Nah, man. So, speaking of Thanksgiving and football, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and go over the Week Twelve scores. So, the first game of the day on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving was um, the Texans at the Lions. We, I don't know, I think they played in Texas, but it was it was the Texans and the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus picked the Texans to win. I picked the Lions to win. Yep. I was dumb. So <laughs> the, t- the Texans won 41-25. Yep. Um, now, the the game of the day <laughs> is the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Bruh. Marcus 
at, like a genius, picked Washington <laughs> to win. I picked Dallas to win. So if anybody listened to the last episode or any previous episodes, I've been on this like superstitious thing for the last like four or five weeks. Facts. Every time I pick us to win, we lose. So I'm just been picking us to lose. Right. And we've been winning. So mm-hmm. I haven't quite decided if I'm going to do that uh, like going forward um, or just kind of like just straight up call it how I see it. For sure. Um, but Washington did win in a thumping. Bruh. 41 to 16 we took their lunch money y'all got disrespectful like Mad disrespectful we Mont- we just didn't even care montez what was disrespectful your whole front your front four your defense was disrespectful chase young was disrespectful his abs was looking better than ezekiel elliott matter of fact <laughs> we don't even know if ezekiel elliott showed up that game it was it was horrible yeah man um <laughs> nah i mean it was it was it was a good one for sure uh, I'll you know break that down towards the end again yeah. normal format um, for for this week. Next up we have um, Bills over the Chargers, twenty seven seventeen. Marcus and I both picked the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, next up after that was the Titans over the Colts, forty five twenty six. We yep. both picked the Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings over the Panthers. That one shocked me. We both picked the Panthers. 28-27. That was a good game. It was closer than right. um I thought it was or like going to be or whatever, but I mean, hey. Uh let's see. Browns over the Jags, 27-25. We both picked the Browns. I thought they would have done a little bit better than that. Right. Um but hey, still win, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Giants over the Bengals, 19-17. We both picked the Giants. Yep. Um Patriots over the Cardinals. We both picked the Cardinals. I did not see that coming. No, I didn't either. I thought they contained that Cardinals offense pretty good. Pretty good. Um, shout out to Cam and those boys because they definitely showed up. Cam and Neil. Cam and Neil. Uh, let's see. Dolphins over the Jets. No surprise. 20 to 3. <laughs> we both picked the Dolphins. Tua didn't play. I don't know what's going on with that. I, I guess he's just going to sit until dot, dot, dot. So That's annoying. Yeah, it is. It is, but. For Dolphins fans, at least they're still winning, right? Facts. um, Falcons over the Raiders. That was like the biggest upset of the week to me. I did forty-three to six. We did not see that coming. We thought these Raiders were going to like gorilla stomp them and to the ground, and that's not what happened. Yeah. uh, So we both picked the Raiders. uh, So we took the L (laughs) on that one. But I will say, man, uh, Raheem Morris as an interim head coach, he he must be inspiring them dudes to play. Facts. Because I think. They've, I mean, they've strung together a couple wins. Was yeah. it like four and two since he took over, something like that? Pretty sure, yeah. So, um, I mean, shout out to him. He's yeah. working hard to remove that interim title. Facts. So, uh, but yeah, so they they curb stomp the Raiders. Mm. All right, Saints over the Broncos, thirty-one to three. We both picked the Saints. Mm-hmm. That was a tough spot for the Broncos. All all of their quarterbacks were in COVID protocol because right. they weren't wearing masks when they were around somebody who was who I guess tested positive. Crazy. Uh, that seemed like a dumpster fire of a situation over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was interesting is the league didn't step in to postpone that game, right? But here they are hand holding the the Ravens. Like, just totally taking into consideration their feelings and all that. Because here we are, the Ravens and the Steelers still haven't played yet. And and that's the game that people want to see every year, like twice a year. It's Ravens-Steelers. It's always a show. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's what the appeal is. And they want to make and that's sure the what I was are up and everything. But maybe, on, maybe Maybe they just felt like the Broncos were going to lose regardless because they were <laughs> playing the Saints. Like, I don't know. Either way. Either way, I feel like that was a tad, di- tad bit disrespectful. And throwing out receivers to play quarterback. Yeah. 
I mean, they 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 had the dude um, Hinton, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, he was a practice squad, yeah. undrafted wide receiver. Right. Um, thank God, man. Like, so I have kind of all but lost faith in humanity, right? Because you know how it is, like on social media, everybody's right. looking for a zing. Everybody's trying to be just disrespectful and and, mm. and as rude as they can. I didn't see any disrespectful tweets um, or or posts about him only completing pa- uh, like one pass. He was one of nine. Right. Um, I mean. How can you? Right. Like my man went out there and and he just he just he just played. He I just mean, played. there had to have been zero expectation, right? Z- zero. Like it would it, it might have been like more of a Nucci main situation where it's <laughs> like you know he really can't throw the ball, but you kind of had a you got to at least pose somewhat of a threat by let him throw it nine times. Yeah. I don't know. It just it almost reminded me of like a Army Navy game. Oh, for sure. Because you, you mean, know they running the whole game. If they they just running the whole game. <laughs> Um and I mean yeah. Saints Saints had Taysom Hill right. at quarterback so I mean that's pretty much what it was <laughs> but either way I mean hopefully they get right out there in Denver for sure um next up 49ers over the Rams 23 to 20 Marcus and I both picked the Rams we did not see that coming I mean Niners are starting to look like a squad man for sure and it's like especially after the Rams took it to the Bucks there was no reason for you not to think no of course there's no reason not to think they was going to take out take out the Niners but these Niners are starting to come true so I mean we'll see what it do and I mean but that also speaks to the team itself they go as Jared Goff goes so yeah yeah so I mean there you go yeah, uh, Chiefs over the Bucks, twenty-seven, twenty-four. We both picked the Chiefs. That game was pretty entertaining. It was mad entertaining. Um, shout out to Hill, man. This dude was taking everybody's lunch money. There was no stopping that no. man. He like, just especially stri- in the first quarter. Like it, this man was, <laughs> this man had four and five step. You know what I'm saying? Like, steps on the next corner. This dude doing backflips into the end zone. He was getting all the way disrespectful. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was getting busy. What did? What he, didn't he have like 200 yards in the first quarter or something? Like yeah, that? It's almost first 200. Half? It was like 177. Almost. Two, it was disgusting. I'm I like, mean, what? Are you, no. Yeah. It's like oof. And then wow. he was on the sideline. He had picked up the phone, the one that goes up to the booth, <laughs> he and he did. was like, help is on the way. Help is on the way. And he told the people to cry. He's like, hey, help is on, on the, the way. way. I was dying. So disrespectful. But you, you, you got to love it. You got to love it. And you could do things like that when you're just smashing guys. Like, yeah, because I'm can't like, can't touch you. Yeah, I'm like, if you don't like it, shut it down. Shut it's it down. the same thing in baseball, right? right. Not, not, not to get too far off track, but the same thing in baseball where – People get mad at players for pimping home runs. Right. Like flipping the bat. Yeah. No. Like <laughs> if if I take you four hundred and thirty feet, <laughs> I'm flipping the bat. Flipping the now, bat. don't get me wrong, like I'm old school, right? So right. like I grew up with all sports. Like, um, you can ask anybody I play with. My pops was like, act like you've been there before. Facts. You know, so whether we're scoring a touchdown in football, hitting a home run in in uh baseball, whatever, like mm. just drop your bat, get around the bases, score a touchdown, get a ball back to the, the official, mm. going about your business. Mm. But I get it, that's not the age and the era that we're in anymore. Right. So I kind of embrace it, right? So that's why I'm like, if you don't like Tyreek Hill doing what he's doing, shut him down. Stop him. Shut him down. So let's see the Packers. Um over the Bears. That was a Sunday night game. Yes, it was. 41-25. Marcus and I both picked the Packers. Right. Um, Bears are just got awful. Even so Trubisky's back in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few good plays I saw of him. Again, sure. you and I have been kind of stomping our foot on this. When you get him out in space, you roll him out of that pocket. Trubisky plays a little bit better. But, again, to me, mm-hmm. he's below average as right. a quarterback. Right. Um, 
So they lost 41-25. And then, dun-dun-dun, we come to the Monday night game, <laughs> which features Marcus's Eagles. Bruh. So it was the Seahawks over the Eagles, 23-17. to I picked the Seahawks to win. Marcus picked Philly. Um, so that brings our grand total of <laughs> our win-loss total for this week. Um, I had nine and Marcus had nine. Yep. So, hey, who would have thought it? Two best friends, we just split down the middle. There you go. So, um, let's go ahead and get into the week 13 picks real quick. Yep. Uh, so we can get to the meat and potatoes of this show. Yep. Which is our interview with Mr. Bug Rivera. Um, again, week 13 picks. It's a weird, weird week, right? right. I feel like the Ravens and their irresponsibility has kind of, it, it just kind of had like that trickle down effect. Right. right. They tighten it or, up. Or, or a ripple effect where it's affected. Uh, multiple games now right um so they're actually playing tomorrow on wednesday um ravens will travel to pittsburgh and i call them out you tell me who you got Mm. so first one on deck ravens steelers steelers yeah i got the steelers too um moving into the sunday night game so there's no thursday night game i guess because of that one so right um next up we got the saints at the falcons i am going saints yeah, I'm going to go Saints there, too. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to go there, too. Browns at Titans. I'm going Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans. Next up, Lions at Bears. I'm going to go Lions. Lions. Yeah, I I got to go Lions as well. Matt Patricia's gone. Yeah, they, they their GM the is gone. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll play inspired. Um, kind of like the Falcons have been doing. Mm-hmm. The Texans tried to get inspired. Well, I mean, they put in that work on Thanksgiving. But, um, yeah, I think we could possibly see a different Lions team. Right. So I'm going to go Lions there as well. Bengals at Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go Dolphins there. Um, Jags at Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings. Um, this will be that one game Ooh. where where Kirk is actually – the man that I try to tell y'all he is, <laughs> and he's gonna give the ball to the Jags like a hundred times. Kirk on Kirk. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, they should win that game. Um, next up, we have Colts at Texans. Texans, man. You're going Texans. I like what they saw. I like what I saw last game. So, all right. So I'm gonna ride with the Colts. You know, our boy Mike. He's a Colts fan, so I'll go. I'll go with the Colts there. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders at Jets. I got to go Raiders. Come on, man. Yeah, if the Raiders <laughs> lose this one, just cancel their season. Cancel the season. You do not want to be that team that gets got by, what are they, 0-11? They're 0-11. That gives them that one win, kind of yeah. like the Cowboys last season when they were their first win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Giants at Seahawks. I'm rolling with Danny Dimes in this situation. Ooh. I like how this kid is playing. Okay. Um. The way th- – I mean, I'll get into more of this with the Eagles, but, I mean, we hung, we hung tough, and Danny Dimes right now is playing better than Carson Wentz. Yeah, I said it. Shout out to Z, future brother-in-law. I, I said <laughs> it. But, nah, for real, I think that the Giants can get the Seahawks. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Seattle there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just going to win. I mean <laughs> – and then, selfishly, I want them to win, right? So. Yeah. All right, next up we have Rams at Cardinals. This is a pick 'em for me, but I'm still going to ride out with the Rams. 
Are you? Okay. Put Marcus down for the Rams. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, man. Mm. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, I feel like they got to get right. Yeah. So this will be the game. Um, next up, we have the Patriots at the Chargers. They're going to do it big for Anthony Lynn, man. I, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers in this situation. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers here, too. Um, again, the Patriots, to me, have just been too inconsistent. We don't know which Cam we're going to see. Clearly, you and I both root for Cam, right? Right. Um, but I just don't know. It's inconsistent. And I, I feel like the Chargers, they just need that good defensive game. Right. You know? Right. Maybe, maybe this is the week. Uh, because I think – didn't Cam only throw for like 84 yards in this past game? He did. Right. Like it was something like ridiculous. Um, all right. Eagles at Packers. Come on, man. You know I'm going Eagles. Um, especially if it's in Lambeau. Uh, we have – Pretty good showings over the past, what, two, three years out mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Especially playing Aaron Rodgers. I think we know how to play him, especially Jim Schwartz with his defense. He mm-hmm. does very well. So, All right. I'm going to go Packers. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> See, seeing them dudes get, get busy on the Bears. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think the Bears have a good defense. Right. Um, You'll get into it, but I thought your defense played extremely well last night. Oh, they were nasty. Um, They were flying around, all that type of stuff. If they can have, like, repeat that performance, I think you all have a chance. Mm -hmm. But got to generate offense. Also, not going to count out Aaron Rodgers. Like, you can literally be up 31 to 17 and still lose in the fourth quarter with, like, no time left on the clock. I feel like he finds a way. The key to beating Aaron Rodgers is not pissing him off. All right, like don't like that's like I'm going with that. Like you can't make this dude mad because the second you make him mad, this dude is throwing 200 yards in a quarter and putting up eight touchdowns. I don't care who it is. Yeah, for sure, he's definitely gonna have that hold my beer thing. (laughs) Um, He's like, I bet. Um, Right. So for the Sunday night game, we have the Broncos at the Chiefs. Oh come on, man! You know you gotta go Chiefs. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chiefs here. Um, for the Monday night game, again (laughs) things were getting flexed. We got Washington. At Pittsburgh. Man, I have zero reason to pick against these Steelers, bro. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers here, too. Um, I will say that, well, I'll get into keys of victory here in a minute, but I'm just going to still pick the Steelers. Right. Right. Um, the other Monday night game. Okay, so for people on the East Coast, especially that live in the DMV area where Marcus and I are located, mm-hmm. this Washington game will be on at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Cinco. Five o'clock. I repeat, five o'clock. If you get off at or around five, maybe cough, cough, call in sick, do something. Some. Um, but it's going to be an early one. And then we have the Bills and Niners for the Ooh. for the second Monday night game. Who you got? I'm going to go Bills. I like their defense better than I like what the Niners are doing right now. I just like their team and what they've been able to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go Bills there as well for – Another reason, too, the 49ers, I guess, in Santa Clara County, they shut down team sports, contact sports, things like that. Oh. So the Niners, for the next three weeks, um, I think it only impacts two of their games, this one against the Bills and then us. Mm-hmm. They're actually going to be playing in Arizona. Okay. So Arizona has agreed to host them. So this game will be at a neutral site. So, you know. Right. Um, I just think the Bills are right. just a better team. But For sure. I'm just going to say that, you know, them having to travel to Arizona when they're supposed to be at home. Right. Maybe it just messes with them. I don't know. Um, 
And then the Tuesday night game. So I read this. Hopefully it's still true. The right. Ravens-Cowboys got flexed to Tuesday. For now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Dallas comes here mm-hmm. to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you got? <laughs> the Ravens in that defense. And what the Cowboys have been able to do. I mean, granted, I mean, Dalton has played well. Yeah, he, he But he has. I think, and also based on the Cowboys defense, like I think Lamar routes him. He can definitely run on that team. That's what I'm you saying. You want to know how I know? Because Antonio Gibson did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> J.D. McKissick. So, oh, yeah. Oh, no, man. I think I think they should just, on the ground, I mean, they should be able to just do what they want. Kill them. So, yeah. All right. So, that's our Week 13 picks. Um, I forgot all the teams that are on the bye this week. I believe it's just – is it just the Bucks? I think it's just I, the Bucks. I, I can't remember. Well, it's got to be two teams, right? So, either way, it's not that big of a deal. I just know the Buccaneers are on a on a buy. So, for you fantasy folks out there, ice up, Tom. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) do something, (laughs) do something. Um, so let's get into just quickly, um, going over recapping Mm -hmm. our team's Week Twelve performance. If you want, you can go first since yours is more fresh in your memory. I'm going to say this. As bad as my Eagles are right now, I am not sold on getting rid of Carson Wentz. Um, I think I can evaluate what he is when we're healthy and he has all of his starters. Or even, or not even, well, we're never have, we never have all of our starters. Let's be real. Most of our starters. Mm-hmm. With that being said, he's got to go through his reads and his progressions like he knows how to because that definitely didn't happen this game. Um, overall, just going through my notes for the game, um, the defense played outstanding for my Eagles. Like, they killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, except for whoever was covering DK Metcalf, Metcalf and I'm talking about Darius Slay, um, ice up, son, because it was definitely – uh, it was definitely a shellacking. Um, but then again, who really can stop DK Metcalf? Man, um, the only person who remotely came was close Ramsey. was Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. He chose to play the ball instead of playing DK Metcalf because that man is a specimen. Yeah. I mean, this dude literally caught the ball in the middle of the field and Rodney McLeod lined this dude up and gave him his best low. He had, he had leverage. He was square, <laughs> to, it was square to DK Metcalf. Hit that Bama hard. Hit that man hard. And, and fell. And fell and bounced right off him. And it's like after yeah. the defense saw that, they said, you know what, man, we're just going to throw defensive ends and – and and what's his fit in defensive tackles at him, you know, after the fact, and that's exactly what happened because what uh, uh, Darius Slay and Matt Calf went at it, you know, after one of the plays where you know it was just DK was blocking Darius Slay and Darius Slay didn't like it, and they were they got into a little bit of a tussle, you know, they both got flags. No, I'm sorry, D, D Slay got the flag or whatnot for unsportsmanlike first one of the game, but everybody knew that was going to be chippy because that's the mm-hmm. matchup everybody was going to watch and right. see how D Slay was going to do. He tried. I mean, he gets <laughs> a, he gets an A for effort, but again, it's DK Metcalf. Um, other notes: um, Lockett was locked up all game. He had like three catches for like twenty three yards. Mm-hmm. Um, even though even though Chris Carson was Chris Carson at times, he didn't dominate on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Hyde, I mean, in in the red zone, I mean, they they did score, but right. outside of that, they didn't do much all game. Matter of fact, nobody did much outside of Metcalf. I mean, like, literally, he was the offense all game. Right. Um, 
what bugged me the most about my Eagles, especially coming out, the f- they started with three straight passes. Like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, because you kept texting me that. Are you going to run the ball? Time, Are you going to run it now? Before that game started, your running back is third in yards per carry. Not only that, Miles Sanders only got six touches that game, bro. Yeah, I thought that was a bit weird. What? Why? Yeah. What? We're talking about Miles Sanders here, and you're giving him giving the ball six. What? Yeah. Matter of fact, your quarterback. I'm I'm a firm believer in you know, yes, Carson Wentz can scramble, but where he is in his career right now, that's the last thing you want to happen. And mm-hmm. this dude literally had to carry a defensive tackle towards the end of the game on his back. And he had to flex on, oh, I think it was a defensive end or, or somebody or linebacker to, to get the first down. It was like late in the third, uh, late in third, early fourth. Like, right. when does that have to happen? But also, on a positive note, he still wants to win. He's still trying. He's doing what he can based yeah. on the play calling. Thank you, Doug. Like, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Like, I don't understand it. Um, They got to figure it out. And at the end of the day, I can tell that. Jeffrey Lurie is upset. He didn't. He didn't show up to the Browns game. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Um, he, now he, he said it was out of precaution. And yeah. Nah. Whatever. Like <laughs> he, he didn't want to go. He's like, for what? To watch my team lose? Right. F, uh, F that. So. Yeah. Because nobody likes Cleveland. That nobody much. likes. Psh, man, what's to do? I mean, LeBron's gone. <laughs> so. <laughs> nah, for real though. Like, when your owner doesn't show up, when the owners gets a little bit more involved with the team than he's supposed to, allegedly, you know, they're gonna start or talking about, or there's rumors of them taking play-calling responsibilities from Doug Peterson. Um, I mean, I mean, it's about time. I mean, if that is true, I mean, hopefully they let Deuce call to offense because he would run more. Um, <laughs> there's that. I mean, think about it. The two best receivers on this team are technically a former practice squad tight end and our number two tight end, Dallas mm-hmm. Goddard and Richard Rodgers. That's yeah. it. Rager had a poor showing. He couldn't separate. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, Fulgham had one catch, but, I mean, it was towards – he didn't get the first down in that situation. Overall, um, it was just – like I said, the defense came to play overall. Like, we was, yeah. we was punching Russ in the mouth. Yeah, they were definitely Two flying around. at the end of that. Yeah. Like, we was punching Russ in the mouth. They couldn't run the ball. You know, they were getting plays off, but we was coming right back at him like we were here. Um, and I love that about our defense. And one thing I can say about this week about Jim Schwartz, they had him ready to play. Um, there were plays where they were running bunch formations to the right, and mm-hmm. nobody got jammed up. Everybody stacked in levels to where they didn't cross and, and they didn't uh, mess up their the coverage or anything. And, right. I, and they were, like I said, they were prepared this game. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jim Schwartz. But, um, yes, I said Jim Schwartz, not Jim Schwartz, because <laughs> so far this season – you know, he's been playing like a pair of uh, you know, like a nasty pair of gym shorts. Aside from that, um, quickly, Carson Wentz, you know, 215 yards, 25 for 45. It's pretty bad, actually. <laughs> Two TDs, one INT. Um, Carson, <laughs> Carson Wentz was our leading rusher. Dallas Goddard, you know, seven catches, 75 yards. Richard Rodgers, three catches, 53 yards. Nothing else really matters after that. I no. mean, Alshon was in there. I mean, they got Hurts involved for one play. Yeah. Where he threw a, where he threw a pass to Alshon. That's the only solid route he ran. <laughs> he, he might as well have been on the bench. Um, just to finish it off, takeaways. Lockett got locked up. Um, Wentz shouldn't have to take LBs and defensive tackles for a ride and take them to the rate room. Uh, Metcalf wakes up and benches 800 pounds for breakfast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Someone check on D. Slay. Check if he still has a pulse. Um, Dougie needs to read a book called um, Calling Plays for Dummies. 
Sanders only got six carries. That's a problem. Wentz has to go through reads like I know he has to, like I know that he can, and the defense fought the whole game. Um, very quickly about the Seahawks. Um, um, Wilson, 22 for, 30, uh, for 22 out of 31, 230 yards. Um, we basically kept that man at bay, and he only had, what, I want to say about 15-ish, no, I'm sorry, 12 rushing yards, which is great because we contained him. Um, Chris Carson was 8 for 41, uh, Carlos Hyde 15 for 22, Lockett didn't do much, 23 yards, and then DK Metcalf, bro, 10 catches, 177, that's disrespectful. Yeah, that was a career high. Disrespectful, like it was bad, like I thought they needed to just go ahead and just start, you know, just going at legs as soon as he goes up for the ball, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, like like pushing him, I I don't know, like, man, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it was just that bad. Like I don't, I don't even know what else to say. Like it was just a shellacking. Shout out to D Slay. St- I still love you, bro. But man, yeah. Um, um, nah, we're good. That's that's it for my Eagles for right now. All right. Um, so why don't you just quickly give us the keys to victory over the Packers? I can very easily do that. So it's it's a simple game plan. The defense has to play exactly how they played against the Seahawks. Granted, I think that D Slay will have a, an easier time on Devontae Adams. Um, with that being said, offensively, run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. <laughs> play action. RPO a little bit. Run the damn ball. Like, that's all you have to do. And then run seam routes with Godert and Richard Rodgers. I can't – I was texting you during the game. Like, there was uh, – there were, like, several times throughout the game mm-hmm. where – Goddard was open on a beautiful seam route, and then Wentz either didn't see it, didn't throw it. I don't know if he's concerned about getting hit because he's been sacked, like, what, 40, 45 times, which I understand, but get these tight ends more involved because that's what's working. But then again, that's what worked last season. That's how he got us to the playoffs. Yeah. So I don't run the ball, throw the tight ends. Defense has to continue to play the way that they have been. Um, Apparently, Zach Ertz will be ready for this week, which is a good thing, and hopefully week uh, this week, moving into an, uh, another game where uh, Jason Peters is playing right guard, hopefully they communicate better because when they were running stunts with linebackers and things and, uh, and defensive tackles and, and, and switching up um, the defensive schemes, there was no communication and, and he was obviously lost in the sauce. So hopefully they iron all that stuff out. But for the most part, consider play that you're play- the way that you're playing on defense and then run the ball and get these tight ends more involved because they're the only ones who can catch apparently. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That's the <laughs> Eagles' keys to victory over the <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Marcus, you tripping, boy. <laughs> uh, Episode 50. You know we got to get it in. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So, quick rundown. Washington football team over the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. Let's go. Um, 41 to 16. <laughs> uh, but it was cool, though. That's the last time. So, the last time that. Our team scored 41 points. It was 2016 against the Bears. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're just not accustomed to scoring a bunch of points. Um, so, Alex Smith, he was 19 of 26, 149 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, Antonio Gibson, man, 50, uh, 20 carries, 115 yards, three touchdowns. That's a grown man. On on one of them touch, I can't. I think it was the last one. He waved by. Yeah, I saw to, that. We to right. the player, yeah. <laughs> He was like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Terry McLaurin had seven receptions for 92 yards. Bruh. He is, what, like 37 yards away from a 1,000-yard season? Mm. He almost had a 1,000 yards last year, but he was injured. 
Um, so he was out for, I think it was a couple games. Right. Um, so hopefully this is the year. I mean, five games left. I don't see why he can't, you know, break a thousand. He's going to do it. Um, that dude has played well, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people, and maybe it's because he was drafted in the third round, that try to say he's not a true number one. Like, he is. <laughs> Double's a like, liar. Like, even uh, Chad Ochocinco said he's like a more polished version of him. Right. And, I mean, say what you want about Ochocinco, right? I mean, he still was a good receiver. Great receiver, great route runner, and yeah. you could not catch this dude. Like, this dude. You couldn't touch him in a phone booth. This dude, you couldn't touch him in a phone booth, and he would tell you the route he was running before the ball was snapped and still beat you. Still and that, beat you. And that just speaks to a great receiver speaking to the talents of a young guy who is killing the game right now. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you look at what Terry McLaurin is actually doing, it's the little things, right? Right. I mean, clearly he's 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 fast, but if you just think like, okay, well, what is so special about him? Mm-hmm. To me, it's the little stuff. Right. He's a technician. Like he runs routes extremely mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. He creates separation. And I don't know for whatever reason, every now and then teams will sleep on him and he will just blow the top off. Right. So he he just he just does his job. Right. Like if you will. And he puts in so much time. Um so I mean you you just gotta love the production that he's giving you. And this is our third quarterback this season. So mm. I mean, imagine if the team can settle down on offense, get a decent line to mm-hmm. a good line, and another legit weapon on that offense paired with the running game. The I next. think you, you're going to see McLaurin's production go way up. Right. So I think the sky's the limit for that kid. Mm-hmm. I really like what he's doing. Now, there was two plays of the game for me, right? Oh, uh, the annexation of Puerto Rico. Let's go. That, Football Ruski. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen Little Giants, first of all, shame on you. You should have seen that movie by now. Matter of fact, um, stop the podcast. Go watch it. Come back. Finish the podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was funny, man. So J.D. McKissick <laughs> ran the ball. He, we were able to pick up the first down. Right. I think we only got six yards out of it, but it just was like, who would have ever thought that, <laughs> that you're doing that in an NFL game? But for me, it's like how smooth that play was ran. It was. Yeah. It was silky smooth. I said, ooh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and so <laughs> so the reporters had asked Ron Rivera about it in, in the postgame presser, and he said, yeah, that that, that was the an- annexation of uh, Puerto Rico, <laughs> a.k.a. AKA the, the Bumbarooski. Right. So yeah, I think they said that – So. I believe his it was like his daughter's favorite movie or something. Right. Uh, so he said he had seen that movie over a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just thought it was pretty funny. Like when I saw it live, I was like, "What are they doing?" And then right. it's like when they like did that slow movement, and then boom, right. I said, "Was that the annexation of Puerto Rico?" Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I saw that play. I said, "Man, they pulling out all the stops. Like they don't yeah. care. They're getting ignorant right now." Yep. And then it's against Dallas. So anything. Right. We can do against that team that just just totally disrespectful. I'm for all sure. for it. I'm all for it. Like I I I want that Washington Dallas rivalry to come back right. to the way it used to be years and years ago. Right. Um. So maybe that was the start of it. I don't know. Right. Um. Montez Sweat, his pick six towards <laughs> the, the end of the game. Bruh. That. <laughs> I mean, dude got up. I mean, he's big to begin with. But, like, in his arm, his arms are super long, so there was yeah. nothing he could do at that point. Yeah. Like, if you're Andy Dalton, you're just like, hey, man, I mean, it is what it is. But at the end of the game, like, that was the definition of disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So, that's like the one dude in college who, like, stole the ball at the end of the game except the team won and then went down and dunked it and then got hype <laughs> off it. Like, that was mad disrespectful. I was like, dog, like, the game is over and you do that. 
man, look, nail in the coffin. Let's go. Yeah. So I thought, I thought, um, I thought that was like the play of the game for me. Right. Um, our defense, we had four sacks. Um, collectively, we only gave up 247 yards. Mm. So we like our defense is is quietly to some people quietly, um, pretty damn good. Yeah, you guys I are believe like we they're top five at least right now. Yeah, so I think we had like the fourth overall. Wait, no. Passing defense, I believe we were number one. Okay. Um, maybe as a fourth overall ranking. Mm-hmm. Um I, I just like what they're doing. Right. Again, I particularly excuse me, particularly don't just measure an edge rusher's performance based on stats, right? Right. Um It's about pressures. Chase hurries, Chase Young. Yes, Chase Young pressures. He he is a disruptive dude, and he flies to the football. He has a lot of instincts that I don't believe you can teach. It's just you have. I was just thinking that. And he's only going to get stronger. Right. You know, so as he even said, the sacks will come, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's just very disruptive. Um, Tim Settle, I've said his name several times now, mm-hmm. a Virginia Tech product. He came in in the absence of Matt Ioannidis because mm-hmm. we lost him for the season early on. Um, again, you still clearly miss Ioannidis, but you have to be happy with the production that Tim Settle's given you, right. helping to collapse that pocket. Jonathan Allen, mm-hmm. um, Deron Payne, they're just in there just tearing shit up. Yep. So thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with what they're doing. Shout out to Jack Del Rio and the rest of the defensive staff. Facts. Um this team is starting to move the ball, man. And it's not just simply because it's Dallas, right? right. I thought they played well against the Bengals. Even when we lost against the Giants, the mm-hmm. offense is coming along, moving the ball. So hopefully we can do that. This is going to segue into how we could potentially beat the Steelers. There's a few things, right? I feel like everything has to work well for us mm-hmm. um our defense has to be able to disrupt ben roethlisberger you cannot right. allow him to sit back there and get comfortable nope. he's getting older he can't move that fast Mm-mm. we got some horses on that defense Bruh. get after him uh disrupt him again it doesn't always have to equal sacks i mean no. sacks are great right does it doesn't have to equal sacks get in his face get him off his mark hurry his ass up um and then trust what your secondary can do Right. Mm-hmm. I've been pleasantly surprised in most cases how that secondary has been performing mm-hmm. um, earlier in the year. They had me losing my hair, um, but I think they've started to come along. Off, good. And that happens with the changing of the guard. When you're changing schemes and you're changing coaches, I mean, it's going to take a little it's bit. It's going to take and a while. Right, right now, it's, it's starting to gel and you can actually see it. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um and then our offense, like I said, we we are going to have to, A, sustain long drives, but right. come up with points. I think I've said that several times. It's almost like every game, right? Mm-hmm. But more so in this game because the Steelers can clearly put up points on you and do it in a hurry. Mm-hmm. So you have to eliminate or really watch those big plays down right. the field mm-hmm. with those receivers they have, Claypool, Juju, mm-hmm. the, the other dude. Um, crap, I can't think of his name. Uh, so <laughs> we have to be able to move the ball. Right. If Gibson and McKissick can run like they've been doing the last few weeks, I think that's going to set up a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell, we even got Logan Thomas involved. He had a uh, nice pass to Terry McLaurin. I believe it was for 28 yards. Let's go. Um, so 
I mean, shout out to Scott Turner for real on that because for sure they've he's he's been really like moving uh, Logan around and not just you know having him line up as a traditional tight end. Right, Logan's not going to beat you with speed, mm-hmm. but he can beat you with size. Right, he can box you out. I think he's a great red zone target. Those types of things. So as long as they can keep playing to player strengths and capitalizing off those, and our defense plays well, I would say you would at least need a turnover or two. I think you put yourself in a good position to beat them. Um, but, again, ultimately, I mean, Steelers are undefeated. Mm-mm. Clearly, I, I, I'd be in a homer if I just pick my team. Um, and, again, I, I will always root for my team. I clearly want them to win. Right. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they win. I feel like the Steelers have to lose at some point this year. Somebody's got to get them. We almost got them, and it's like yeah. But say y'all hung tough with them, and then so did um Dallas. And the thing that is their plan, right? And the thing you have working in your favor is that for whatever reason, all season they've been playing down to their competition, which is something they shouldn't be doing. But they've been doing it, and then just edging out wins against teams they should be blowing out. Mm -hmm. So with a legit defense like you guys have, and then you have Antonio Gibson, um, you have. Terry McLaurin, like just those two pieces alone, aside from McKissick, like is right. dirty enough to expose that secondary. Um, like even with the lackluster receivers we had, we were getting busy after a while, mm-hmm. and they can't stop the run like that. No, so yeah, you guys definitely got a shot. Yeah, man. So we'll definitely see how that goes. Um, so that kind of rounds out our normal show. I think it's time to bring in um our special guest like i said we will be joined by the defensive quality control coach from the washington football team bug rivera let's go What's up, everyone? Yo, yo. We are joined by a special guest, the defensive quality control coach from the Washington football team, Mr. Bug Rivera. What's going on, man? What's up? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, nothing much. I've been trying to set this interview up for a little bit. I know you guys are busy <laughs> over there um, in Ashburn. So, yeah, man. Uh, real quick, just let people know. Um, Bug Rivera is related to Coach Ron Rivera, or as we like to just call him, Uncle Uncle Ron. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, we always we, we kind of dubbed him as like America's Uncle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, low key, low key. That's sure. not far off, man. Yeah, man, that's not far off. Yeah. So, um, just give people a little rundown. So, you were with the Panthers organization with Ron. You were there. You started what 2017? You were like an intern. 20- yeah, 2017 entering my first year. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And then, what, 2018, 2019, you were doing what you do now, right? Defensive quality control. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. Okay. And then, now you're here. Welcome to Washington. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I you appreciate know. it. So, uh, you played, what, running back and wide receiver in college, correct? Nice. Yeah, yeah, running back and slot. I, started, I played running back my whole life, mm-hmm. and then I kind of switched over when that air raid and at Cal, so it yes, oh, okay. wasn't a bad move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. So Marcus has a question there for you. Absolutely. So at what point did you decide to get into coaching? And is it always something that you always saw yourself doing? I think I always saw myself doing it, um, especially my uncle being one of my role models. But yes, sir. I know my, my coaches have always told me, like, hey, you're going to be a great coach one day. You're going to be a great <laughs> coach one day because I like to think I was a smart player. Uh right. I guess I gave my coaches a little bit of hell because I would always be asking questions. And I, I think it like, that's the new thing now. There, there, it's a lot of smart players out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. They're, they're asking a bunch of questions. What's the why behind it? What's the why behind it? Mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact I used to get on my coach's nerves and they're like, well, you're going to make a good coach one day. So I, I knew I'd get into coaching. I just didn't know it'd be this quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it's, it's interesting. So you were offensive player. So yeah. how did – coaching on the defense come about and i would imagine there's an adjustment but also an advantage right Had, yeah like understanding sure. offenses right well, well the first thing is like i'm learning in this coaching business there's an opening man take it these seats are these seats are hard to come by man uh so the opening was there and i just tried to jump in it you know what i mean uh but i know for a fact it was hard like mm-hmm. my first year it was hard adjusting to defense because like you said, I played offense my whole life, and I think defense are just a bunch of dumb dudes <laughs> running around trying to tackle the football. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, being on that my first year, I was swimming because there's just so much information. I have so much respect for defensive players now. It, it's way harder than offense, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but I, I think the good thing about it, it is going to give me, like, a full scope of football. You know what I mean? Learning both both sides, basically. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I – um. I know what you mean, uh, clearly on a smaller scale, right? So in high school, mm-hmm. I, I played offense, was, was receiver. And then mm-hmm. a few times they put me back at safety. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell I'm supposed to do. I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. see ball, get ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but you're, but you're yeah, absolutely right. right. So like over the years of just like really watching the NFL and even college, right? You see that mm-hmm. there's there's clearly way more to it um, on the yeah. defensive side. So I've, I've actually over the last like two or three years – really grown to like defensive matchups right you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, yeah 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 so i mean that's that's pretty cool um another one how is it like being around those players every day like there's you know deron Payne, jonathan allen Ooh. montez sweat <laughs> Young. Young, that's a grown yeah. man you know what i mean First of, first of all, those are some big dudes. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I'm 5'7". I'm upset that there's a picture of us on the on, online where I'm standing next and I'm like, man, I look like a damn child out there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's awesome being around them because those are dudes that really try to perfect their craft. And you, you're seeing them grow. Those are some young dudes, too. I mean, in the sense of they just kind of now getting their feet under them. Oh, for sure. Right now in the league, you know what I mean? So. Uh, it, it's it's awesome to be around the, those dudes that love football that way and love to play with such like tenacity. Those are some nasty dudes on oh, that yeah. front line, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I mean even players like Cam Curl is coming into yeah. his own. You know what I mean? Um, I I really like what he's doing. Um, obviously yeah, Kendall man. Fuller, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, some of those other guys. I really like Cole Holcomb. To be honest, yeah. I know he's yeah, yeah, turning yeah. into like a fan favorite. You jump on yeah. Washington football Twitter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Um, he definitely got an eye lift shout out from us this year. Oh yeah, when he <laughs> he, when he, he blew Ezekiel Elliott up. up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Cole Holcomb was Cole. like, "Hold my beer." Right. <laughs> Cole's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. He plays with that energy. You know what I mean? I, I spend a little bit of time with him because I I coach at the East West Shrine game. Okay. Oh nice. I, I was doing a little bit over there, and from the jump, like 
you, he's one of those crazy white boys <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Needs, that everybody needs on a football team. Oh, yeah, you know what man. I mean? So like he brings the energy every day. Sure. It, it's fun to be around him. <laughs> yeah, man. So do you do you get a chance to? So clearly you guys are there for 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 business, right? Right. But yeah. I, I gotta imagine all the hours you guys put in. There's time to kind of joke around and, mm-hmm. and and have a good time. Uh, do you yeah. ever get a chance to either give the players a hard time or, or or they mess with you, especially knowing that you're you know Ron's uncle? <laughs> I was oh, yeah, sorry. Was, Ron is your uncle. My bad. Ron, Ron, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but man, if you know anything about me, uh, I talk a lot of shit all the time. <laughs> so, it, and and being my size, you know what I mean. I kind of have to. Yeah. So they're they're always picking on me, and I'm always picking on them. Kind of going back and forth. You know what I mean. And, and a lot of those dudes, like I either know in some way, mm-hmm. like I either played against or you know know people who played with them or trained with. You know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Still being this young, mm-hmm. um, so I, I'm I've feel no way about talking shit <laughs> oh, all, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, yeah. all the time that's what's up. yeah it's funny so yeah. quick side note so people who don't follow bug on on instagram when you post like pictures you guys are on a plane flying or whatever and he's like six mm-hmm. one need some leg room that's, <laughs> that's, that's gonna be cracking me up yo <laughs> yo man it, like, it, somebody it, get this man some space <laughs> yeah that's always been the joke because like I, I don't know what it was but when i was at cal I'd, I'd always end up getting the exit row. Mm-hmm. Just how, oh. like it worked out alphabetically, right. and I'm like, man, let me stretch out a little bit. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. just always been the running joke. That's fun. That's great. <laughs> See, and, and I'm an opposite. I'm almost six one. I always get mm. them small little eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a little jump seat or something. Yeah. Like, man, I gotta stick my leg in the, in the, in the aisle. But yeah, sure. man. Um, good. So during games, are you always on the field or in the booth? And what are your responsibilities on game day? I'm in the booth. Um, So this year, it's kind of new for me. I'm I'm doing a lot of charting, which is basically writing down everything that's going on in the game. Mm -hmm. Like from from the from the first play to the last play, I'm constantly writing, trying to figure out what the tendencies are for the game that that's going on right now. So what formation, what formation they're in, what play they're running, Mm -hmm. you know, what down the distance it is. And then just trying to find a pattern, basically. So I can give good information to the other guys, just other guys, you know, Jack and all of them, mm-hmm. my uncle. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of new for me. It's it's kind of hard because you don't get to watch the rip the game at all, really. <laughs> oh yeah. Looking up, looking up, looking right. down, looking up, looking <laughs> down, <laughs> writing all these things. But I mean, it's pretty important. So Absolutely. I, yeah, I take a lot of pride with it. Uh, last year I was doing personnel. Okay. And nobody likes doing that. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's the most stressful job right. on game day for sure. Oh, really? But now that I'm not doing it, I kind of miss it. Yeah, yeah man, I'd, I'd be like three coffees deep, <laughs> oh, workout, like just glued, glued to the glass, just staring at it. For sure. Because if you mess up the personnel, you mess up the whole defense. Right. Oh, you know what man, I mean? Yeah. You can't can't call the defense. So it's, it's the most stressful job. I'm kind of you know first first couple games, I'm like, yeah, thank God I'm not doing it. But now I kind of miss it. For you sure. Know? I like I like that pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Some of us work best under pressure. So take us you know? through a day in the life of Bug, aka a Bug's life, and what do Bug's you, life. What do your days look like, man? <laughs> Talk to us. Uh, high stress, you know, all the time. Uh, <laughs> no, but I enjoy it. But I enjoy sure. it. Uh, you you got to wake up early because you got to get in, you know, before everybody else does. Right. Yes, kind of prep prep everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of get things ready, mm-hmm. um, but. Kind of early on in the week, um, after the game, I'm starting my breakdown for next week. Mm-hmm. So, or I'm the next week after that. Oh, I already so you're done my breakdown for like, like a week ahead. A week ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm starting on 49ers right now. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but basically it's we get in we we meet mm-hmm. going over game plan and stuff like that uh meeting with the players about the practice before mm-hmm. uh go to practice you know doing all that come out meet again <laughs> uh meet with the players right. and we meet again as a staff mm-hmm. you know it's just like just a bunch of meetings a bunch of game plan constantly like it's you you hear those stories about those coaching lines where they you know don't leave and it's oh yeah it, it's true I had I had no idea getting into <laughs> <laughs> like I was like God damn for sure. uh, but you know it, it everybody has a love for the game you can't you cannot do this job if you don't love it oh yeah you know for, I mean? sure. so, for sure so so it, it's a lot of long hours of prepping getting things ready mm-hmm. you know like I'm looking ahead and breaking down. 49ers games right now we're trying to get the tendencies mm-hmm. trying to do everything you know mm-hmm. starting on that week so it's just it's just a lot of work but you know it's football i could be doing a lot worse things you know <laughs> oh, absolutely <yeah>. sure. <laughs> so you understand that you're a busy man so like what do you do with your downtime like what do you like to do away from football Ooh, away from football i'm a huge gamer first and foremost i don't i don't get as much time during the season Let's go. uh but i'm i'm nasty on the sticks uh <laughs> And I'm the best. I'm for sure the best gamer in my family. Don't let my brothers tell you any oh, other man, I was way. About to say, hey, we see what Scooby got to say about that. Yeah, no, hold on, no, 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 no question. Uh, but I mean, I, I watch movies, I watch shows. Yeah. I, li- I like to be out with people, which is kind of tough with COVID right now. But right. Um, yeah, for sure. Like I haven't, I haven't explored Virginia, DC really at all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's when I when I get some free time, I'm either gaming or I'm out doing something. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was kind of my next question. Since being here, have you had a chance to really get out and kind of see what's out there? You know, you kind of just alluded to it with COVID. It's it's really kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I I went to the monuments. I feel like that's something you got to do. Yeah, like, for sure. Like when I first got here, there were a few museums still open. Things were still open a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I wasn't working, so I go down to DC and and see the monuments mm-hmm. really, and then eat at a couple of different spots but i i really i really haven't seen dc at all like mm-hmm. i went to one bar one time but mm-hmm. that's that's about it right. um and then virginia i feel like everything's kind of like spread out it's like a bunch of different oh, little pockets yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like uh so I, I mean i've been to like this rest in town center had had some you know good food and stuff like that or right. gone to mm-hmm. a couple spots in ashburn but i mean that's about it i really haven't done much at all yeah um yeah because i was telling your brother when y'all first got here I was like, if he likes Asian food, like Korean food or whatever, um, yeah. I know some spots. They're not far from me. It's 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 in Annandale, so probably from mm-hmm. where you're at, maybe like thirty minutes ish, depending on traffic. Okay. So yeah. if you want to know some spots, man, hit me up. I used to yeah, know man. Old, I old I need to, I need to know some Asian food, some Korean food for sure. I just had uh, like Bonchon, which is that like yeah. it's it's a chain. Yep, you know what I mean? Sir. It's it's it's. It is what it is. Yeah, for you, you, what you, it is, you, it's pretty good. Right, right. <laughs> you, you told me a couple spots, but I was like, I can't, I can't eat at those spots until I come on the podcast. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Because otherwise, I felt like that'd be disrespectful. <laughs> My guy, yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, hey, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I've been holding out on it, but yeah, yeah man, I'm definitely gonna hit up some spots. Yeah, let me know for sure. Like I said, that used to be my old stomping ground, man. Um, mm-hmm. All those spots are pretty good. Um, now. I say that I haven't been there in forever, but <laughs> I've been I've been out here in in Maryland. So we live near okay. Baltimore yes. now. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, man. Um, hopefully, obviously, you know, with the vaccine and stuff on the horizon, hopefully this COVID mm-hmm. stuff will be a thing of the past, and you'll get a chance to kind of really get around. Um, yeah. 
I know you were on the was it the Justin Ayers podcast? He had mentioned Georgetown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some there's mm-hmm. some good spots down there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so yeah, I mean you'll feel your way around for sure. Um let's see. Now, I've always wondered this. Where do you go in the off season? Are you gonna stay here? Like when you're in Carolina, did you stay in Carolina? Did you go back to Cali? Like what did you do? Uh I'll be honest, the first First chance I get, I usually go back to California. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> First chance I get. But, I, I mean, this off season was a little different, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean, when, when COVID was just starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was basically here the whole time uh, just because I wanted to be close just in case anything popped off. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? I didn't want to, yes, like, stray too far away. People need something. I'm like, I'll be right there for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, usually I go back to California. It's my parents moved back up to the Monterey Bay, so oh, did they? I usually, yeah, yeah. So oh, I nice. usually split time between Monterey Bay and then going down to SoCal to see like my family and Scooby and yeah. people like that. Um, but yeah, usually I, I try to get out mm. to California. I, I want to travel more, but with this whole COVID yeah, thing, yeah, man, who knows? Who knows yeah, now? Sure. <laughs> yeah, and obviously right now in season, I, I'm sure you guys mind your p's and q's and absolutely try try yeah, not yeah. to be reckless out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, man, I'm I'm actually surprised. I, I really am surprised about. <laughs> How well it's been so far? Maybe I'm jinxing us right now, but it, 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 nah, it's, it's been pretty there's, good. There's so no far. jinx on this podcast, man. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that um, Marcus and I definitely have um, had Coach Ron in our prayers. You know, with the cancer mm-hmm. thing, Absolutely. it's awesome. He got yeah. to ring the bell. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I remember as soon as I found out, I had message Scooby. Mm-hmm. You know, and send send our prayers you know to to you guys so i mean that has to be awesome i mean ron is looking better he's seeming like his energy is good Um, oh yeah and i know i know that had to inspire the team you know what i mean to see what he was Mm -hmm. going through still pushing Mm -hmm. through it and you know giving it his all i would imagine the team kind of fed off of that as well Mm -hmm. for sure man for sure it's like people don't even really know him that well yet you Mm -hmm. know with this limited off season and everything but i think they got a good sense of kind of what he's about mm-hmm. after going through all that. You know what I mean? Like, cause he's straightforward, straight ahead, business as usual, you mm-hmm. know, yes, sir. going through all that. It, it's it's got to be, well, you can see that it was tough on him, but mm-hmm. he wanted to set an example for everybody and kind of show what he's about. And I think he did that. Yeah. No, 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 for, no, sure. for sure. I, um, it was, I was trying to think. So he, so is is he cancer free now or is it because i you know on tv they kind of tell you a different story or whatever mm-hmm. so is it just yeah. they're just kind of monitoring like what's going on and and things like that he'll just have like checkups and yeah yeah that's kind of basically what it is mm-hmm. so he, he's, he's cancer free right now but it's just it's checkups okay. you know what oh, i mean he's gotcha. still going he's still going to get checkups and everything mm-hmm. making sure that it doesn't come back there's yes, you know what i mean um so right now it's looking good mm-hmm. so far so good i mean keep saying your prayers but Yes, sir. Looking good. He's got energy now. He's yeah. he's back to talking shit to me. So <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just <laughs> about to ask, ask you about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I gotta imagine. Yeah. Um, man, if it's like I I like watching him um in like press conferences, and then there's like this mm-hmm. clip going on uh, around. Not going. It's been around on Twitter. I have it pinned mm-hmm. to my uh 
<laughs> on my Twitter where it was like a halftime uh, speech when he was back with Carolina. Because I remember Luke Keekley mm-hmm. was down. And he was like taking a knee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like firing them boys up. Oh, for sure. I, I was ready to run through a wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was looking for a wall just to run through it. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's definitely inspiring on um, many levels. Um, so clearly, you know, there's the family connection as to why I really like um, Coach Rivera. Because I used to mesh at Scooby all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if Carolina lets him go. I was like, he's coming to Washington. You definitely and, called it. Sure. Yeah, and he was like, go. you think so? Yeah. I'm like, bro, he's coming to Washington. Absolutely. And then when once it broke, I was like, boom, told you. you know. Yeah. So, and then that's when um, Scooby told me you were coming too. So I was yeah. like, oh, that's what's mm-hmm. up. It's good business. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's another thing, man. Once COVID's done, hopefully um, your brother can make it out here for a game or whatever and link up. Yeah, That'd be for fun. sure, for sure. Absolutely. So before we let you go, I have to ask, I, I guess it's a c- still controversial question, right? As far as the name change, man. So y'all got mm-hmm. here and we were the Washington Redskins and then right. all that stuff blew up in the wake of the George Floyd stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we knew that the name change was inevitable. So obviously it's Washington yeah. football team. People get their jokes in all the time now. It's like, oh, football right. team or team with no name, whatever. Um, yeah. I'm sure you've heard of names you know red tails red wolves you know red something is there mm. any one that sticks out to you that you like more than the other anything like that <laughs> uh i gotta go with the political answer and be like man whatever they choose i'm good with it. Feel, uh, you know we're gonna i'm gonna be, gonna be riding with it sure, uh, well so i'm putting my money at this point that they're gonna keep <laughs> watching the football team the reason i say that is y'all got that new sign out there at the practice facility. Uh-huh. <laughs> that joint was not cheap. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, not yeah. cheap. Sure. So I'm like, they didn't spend all that money just to change it. So change my year. bet is we're going to be Washington football team. I just can't wait for them to announce it. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. then I could just give the team all my money, buy all my gear. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Um, hey, man, I'm still waiting for gear, man. I, I got this. <laughs> just a few minutes ago. People have been asking me, like, hey, can I get – I'm like, man – I don't even have anything yet. So, yeah. You got to wait on it a little bit. Sure. Yeah, see, I always pictured, like, everybody in that building just getting boxes of whatever they wanted. You know what I mean? Hats, <laughs> sweaters, T-shirts, you know. Uh, uh man. Yeah, that's what's with, with, this, with this name change and everything, it's, it's been hard. Like, mm-hmm. people, we get, like, right now we're getting, nah, I shouldn't even say it. We're getting some, like, generic Nike stuff and then throwing mm-hmm. a patch on there. You know what I mean? Uh, Something right, like okay. that. Like, so yeah. it's like, well, it's because you're really kind of in limbo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right, you know what I mean? right, you don't exactly. Wanna, they're not going to go all in, not not really knowing. Um, and exactly. I follow uh, Jason Wright because he's always mm-hmm. like, I, I think he's been very transparent, right? right. He's he's a team yeah. president, so he's he's been yeah. transparent with the fans, mm-hmm. saying like it's going to take time. We don't want to rush through it, you know. Please have, right. have uh, patience, whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I ride with him, but I can't wait till they announce the name. <laughs> Whatever's going to be, half of us will be mad, half of us won't. I'm just ready exactly. to spend my money and get my gear. You know what I mean? So There we sure. go. That full support. Yeah, man. So, hey, um, we enjoy you coming on the podcast, man. Appreciate you. Um, we know you were a busy man. Mm-hmm. Busy, busy man. Uh, means a lot. Uh, you're always welcome on the show. Absolutely. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next time, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. After, hopefully after a Super Bowl or something. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Since, since you brought that up. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. say, yeah, you would definitely get your first Super Bowl ring here in Washington, man. Oh, there we go. I like it. I I, there we go. I don't know there when, I don't go. know how, but it's, it's, it's going to happen. It is going to oh, happen. Oh, for sure. They say to oh, speak it sure. into no existence. Doubt. You know what I mean? There we go right there. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, again, this we were joined by defensive quality control coach for the Washington football team, yes, Bug Rivera.
Yeah, man. Appreciate you guys having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. All right, man. We'll see you. All right, everybody. This was episode 50. Yes, sir. This is Marcus and Eddie here again with the Average Sports Guys podcast. As always, we definitely appreciate uh, the love and the support. Um, please remember to continue to listen, to rate the show, to subscribe, um, tell everybody about the show. Absolutely. And as always, head on over to our website. AverageSportsGuys.com. And you'll find a link to our merchandise store. You'll find a link to um, FNX Fit. That's who we uh, partner with on this show. Yes, and sir. you could save yourself 15% by using the promo code FNXXW52 for 15% off of your order. They got good stuff over there. Check it out. That's right. And again, episode 50, man, this is huge for us. Big deal. Yeah, man. So, and, and, and as always, you know, we'd like to thank Buck Rivera for coming on the show with us. Appreciate it. We're out of here.